Welcome to the B2B Mix Show with Elena and Stacy. Each week, we'll bring you ideas that you can implement in your own marketing strategy. We'll share what we know and advice from industry experts who will join us from time to time here on the show. Are you ready to mix it up? Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I'm Stacy Jackson. And I'm Elena Jackson, and we are the co-founders of Jackson Marketing. And in case you still haven't heard, we are also sisters. We're bringing you episode 28 of the B2B Mix Show. Stacy, what's the topic of today's episode? Today, we're going to talk about how to incorporate video throughout the entire sales cycle. And many salespeople have embraced the use of video in their sales strategy, but there's still a lot of you out there who have not done it yet. Maybe you're camera shy. Maybe you feel a little vulnerable on video. Or you don't have time or just not sure what to say. If you or people on your sales team are resisting video in your sales process, it's time to change your thinking. And we've got the perfect person here today to help convince you about the importance of video and how to use it throughout the sales cycle. He'll also share some best practices to help you succeed. His name is Jacob Fernandez from Vidyard. Lena, why don't you introduce Jacob to our listeners? It would be my pleasure to introduce you to Jacob. Jacob Fernandez is a video coach at Vidyard. He's been working there for over three and a half years, and he specializes in training teams to leverage video in their sales and marketing efforts. We actually met Jacob a couple of weeks ago at HubSpot's inbound conference, and I can tell you that he knows his stuff. And when it comes to using video and sales, he's the guy to go to if you have questions. So sit back and take some notes because he's going to be dropping some knowledge on you that you can immediately take and put into action in your sales strategy. So Jacob, welcome to the B2B Mix Show. Thank you for having me. Great intro. I appreciate the kind words. (laughs) Uh, Jacob, before we get started, is there any additional background you'd like to share about yourself or Vidyard? Nope. Just been with Vidyard for almost more than three and a half years. Started as sales development and made my way to a, a video coach where I just focus on training individuals who are leveraging our free software, like, uh, for example, Vidyard Chrome extension or HubSpot video, and just showing them ways to really win with leveraging video in their process. Awesome. So that just proves that you are the guy that we need to talk to. (laughs) You know your stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I've used it from obviously trying to hit a lot of targets here at Vidyard. As a sales development rep, my responsibilities were converting cold and inbound traffic to opportunities and closed revenue. So it it is very important to catch uh, my audience's attention in a creative way and obviously add value throughout the whole process. So yeah, hopefully I can share some good facts that could help everyone today at least get started for free and Hopefully, they can take away a couple of techniques that can really make them stand out with their outreach today. Yeah. And so since video is near and dear to the hearts of everyone at Vidyard, you kind of know your stuff and you kind of understand the importance of video and not just in sales, but in all areas of, of business. So for our listeners that are kind of hesitant to start doing video and they just, they just haven't embraced it yet, especially in their sales strategy, can you explain you know, why video works so well and and maybe for sales reps in particular in marketing and touch on some of the benefits of it? Of course, from a sales perspective, video is literally the next best thing and being there in person. Hence why like Zoom is such a popular tool. Everyone wants to see each other visually. If we could all be beside each other, you know, discussing services and helping each other out, of course, right? But we're internet kind of things. So that's very important to stay connected. So video obviously humanizes communication processes. 
But then, like you said, throughout your whole business, like I think the buyers are a lot, not smarter than they used to be, but they're a lot more prepared. They say that 70% of all buyers already do their research before ever reaching out to a business. So having video on a website or a video in a, in a process is one of the best means to educate. Video is very visually engaging, of course, and you can get a lot said and, and done in a couple minutes opposed to reading an article or two around a specific subject. So I think it's just one of the most engaging mediums that we today can, can easily leverage to our audience. And it's a great tool to not only you know, stand out when communicating, but educating as well. And, you know, you touched on something where you talked about things have changed in sales that, you know, that we don't have those face to face because a lot of people work remotely and just in sales in general, people don't do the door to door sales or go into offices and try and sell like they used to. So there you don't get that initial face to face when you're first meeting someone. So that's a good point where sales has changed, but you can still have some of that same personalization that you used to when you did the door to door. If you use video. Right, exactly. Because at the end of the day, with a business, like people buy, right? Companies pay. So it's, it's very important to really build credibility and like being able to trust one another. Like if I could go, like you said before, like door to door, talking to my prospects and understanding how I can help, that'd be the best bet. But nowadays it's all email. Or, or mostly email. So leveraging video in an email or, yeah. you know, directing someone to a video content to educate them is one of the best ways. You know, door to door, I guess you'd still be on video with people that exactly, have those ring right. doorbell things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, got a so they can say like, hey, open up or something, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as far as video and salespeople, Besides being on the Ringer Ring app on the doorbell, where should people be using email in their sales outreach? Is it best received on an in-mail on LinkedIn, social media, emails? What What do you recommend? Right. Yeah. So video is just another tool in the tool belt. It's a great resource. I personally like to leverage email with video if you do have the prospect's email. But if not, you could, of course, send someone like a, a video through LinkedIn Messenger. Email is just where everyone is at. Everyone is always checking their inboxes. We all have responsibilities and have to keep up with certain messaging and, and whatnot throughout the organization. So always email personally if you have the chance. Quick tip, if you ever are sending a video, and we'll most likely get into best practices later, but the subject line, first name, I made this video for you, is probably one of the best uh, subject lines you could say to, to get someone's attention. Really? Yeah. I have, Personally, out of like 2,800 emails I've sent, I think I have like, 66% open rate. Keep in mind, these are more inbound leads, people leveraging our tool, mm -hmm. but it's been effective. Hmm. So uh, when you mentioned that video can be used throughout the sales cycle, one of the things that you said, you know, you can use it from prospecting and cold calling through to customer success and onboarding. Can you walk us through some of those examples and the types of videos you should use for each of those different stages? One that I'm curious about, the, when you mentioned cold calling and how to use video for cold calling, that one really piqued my interest. So I'm curious to hear how, how to use all of those all, video throughout all that, sure. all the sales cycle, all the different stages, and maybe some examples of how you can grab their attention. Of course. So we'll start with prospecting. So there's two ways you can leverage video when you're prospecting. If it's more of a, a hot lead, maybe someone raising their hand for more information, pricing request demo request. You could always grab the whiteboard and write, you know, hey, Stacy on it and, and, and send them like a 30 second video, just putting a face behind the brand. I think that's a very effective way to humanize the process. You know, hey, Stacy, it's Jacob. Couldn't help but notice you requested a demo. 
you know, my name's Jake and I wanted to help you out. I'm one of the Vidyard concierge. That's, that's one of our roles here at Vidyard. You know, book a time at the end of this video if you're interested in booking a time to learn more. Happy to help out. Just something very quick and easy. Vidyard allows you to have like pop-ups, you know, come right after the video, right? So it really gets their attention and they can immediately book. But leveraging like a selfie style video to humanize that first step is very, very good. Mm -hmm. From more of a cold call perspective, I think that selfie style video is, is, is as effective. Because if I'm, if I'm reaching out to you, Lana, and like, you've never met me before, maybe you might click play, right? Because I have your name on a whiteboard, right? It is for you. But if you've never met me before, you may not click play. Because the only thing that's really personalized to you is just the name on the whiteboard. There's other ways, of course, to write someone's name on. We use whiteboards at Vidyard. Mm -hmm. But how, how I've been effective cold calling and how our team and even our customers, especially if they go through a video coach training, I run those sessions here. It's Imagine just recording, you know, their LinkedIn profile. Vidyard gives you a way to record your screen. So you could be in like the bottom left corner, but the medium you're recording on is actually their LinkedIn, right? So before they even click play, all they see is like a picture of their profile. So this is one of the best ways to record a, an outreach cold email because instead of them thinking, hey, who's this guy with the whiteboard? I don't know him. The prospect might think, hey, what does this person have to say about me? Because I'm on their LinkedIn. So leveraging a LinkedIn recording is great, especially if you can dive deeper to what they're commenting, maybe what they've written, and adding more of a personalized approach. Like, oh, hey, Lena, I love that article you wrote on how to be effective in B2B marketing. Like, you're just really personalizing your outreach and, and taking the time to care of what that prospect's doing, and then tying in a little bit of value on how you can help them in their world. I found that's quite effective. So at what point would you send this video? So like, would you, you, you make the cold call first? Is that what the situation would be? Oh, no. Video first? Okay. Video first, because let's say, yeah, so I'm going to send you a video. I'm on your LinkedIn. Hey, Elena, great chatting. With so you want to warm up the cold call? More or less, yes. Because A, mm -hmm. um, I can really get your attention with a video. I can obviously showcase how I can add value in your life with some of my services, right? You obviously got to be targeted when you're prospecting. But then when you watch that video, video will tell you that Alana watched 100% of that video. So I get this notification real time. So I'll wait five minutes, right? Because, you know, fingers crossed, you're going to click that call to action after the video to book a meeting in my calendar, or you're going to reply with interest or not. But if you don't, right, then I'll pick up the phone because you, me, the inbox telling me that, you know, Alana watched your video, wait five minutes. If you don't reply, I'm going to call because that means you're at your desk or on your phone. And then when I do call, it, it's not a cold call anymore, right? Because you've seen who I am. Mm -hmm. you, you know somewhat of how I can help. So I'll just lead into the opening saying like, hey, Elena, it's Jacob. You know, I wanted to follow up. I sent you a video not too long ago. And you might go, hey, Jake, I just watched your video. Really? Well, what do you think? So it'll just help mm -hmm. increase your connection rate. Like video is not going to guarantee you a meeting, but will help you connect quicker and get that yes or no that you're looking for instead of like, you know, poking the bear 12 times to get an answer. So Jacob, what do you think? It's the primary reason or a set of reasons why some people haven't adopted video yet. Do you think it's generational? Is it a just lack of knowledge, fear? I, I think it's lack of knowledge. Yeah, I think it is lack of knowledge in understanding how simple it is to actually record and send a video. People could get camera shy, of course, right? You know, oh, you know, I'm not looking too good today or lighting's not right. But like I said before, like video is literally the next best thing in being there in person. And of course, there's a time and a place for like text and, and, and white papers and more visual aids in terms of like sending criteria to educate, you know, your prospect. But when you send a video, A, you know it's someone on the other line. And if you make it short enough and sweet enough, like it can really go a long way. 
But it's to sort of answer your point, like people who, who aren't getting started is, I think it's the knowledge of the ease of use, not knowing how effective it can be. And it could just be maybe generational, right? Like people are just stuck in their ways of communicating and they don't want to try something new. But I'm telling you, once you send a video and you get a positive response, it's just going to like, it's going to push you to keep doing more. Hey, folks, let's take a break to hear about today's sponsor. And we are back. I want to jump back to the, the stages of the sales cycle. I don't, I don't think we got through all of those. So we, we went through the... Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, no way. I got no excited way. and asked my, yeah. asked my question. <laughs> That's why I'm here. But yeah, to, to figure it out. So when you're prospecting, sending that video first, whether it's inbound, send that selfie style video, outbound, get more personal, record their website, record their LinkedIn, and then follow up when you see engagement. But now when like a salesperson actually has that opportunity, right? And they're evaluating uh, the prospect evaluating the software. The video is perfect to like showcase like customer stories or showcase like more in-depth product demonstrations, how they can particularly help that prospect. So is that like a, an area where you would use your picture at the bottom right and then have the main screen is like so your software or something like that that's that you're showing them? Yeah, great question. So there's two ways. One, obviously more tailored demo really specific to the, the prospect would be great. You know, hey, Stacey, I'm recording this for you because I want to show you how I can specifically help you. But if your marketing team has actually created some really good video content, like if, you get, if, you're, if your organization has videographers and just a team that's putting together quality video content, your, your sales team isn't restricted to just sending content they've made. You can actually just send existing collateral too. So, hey, Elena, I actually want to show you how we help the customer in your space. Here's a two-minute customer story that we did with them. Right. So and then where I see that the creation tool to create videos on the fly, like if you're sending collateral already, like a white paper, one page or PDF, etc., send like a 30 second video explaining why this is important to read. Because if they watch that video and you get, you know, someone will watch 100 percent of your 30 second white paper video, they're most likely going to digest and, and read the white paper. I think video is very important because it gives you the insight of how long people are actually paying attention to your content. Where half the time, if we do send video or send an email out, we have tools in HubSpot that'll actually, or like SalesLoft or whatever, that will tell you, hey, so and so open the email, so and so click the email. They could have opened it and clicked delete just as fast, right? So knowing who's watching the video content, I think is very important. So in the middle of the sales cycle, educating the prospect, video is perfect because you can tee up any content that they need to see to prove mm -hmm. the values that the sales rep trying to portray on the prospect. But even at the end of the opportunity, you know, you have a verbal agreement that they want to proceed with your content or your services. Now imagine like recording like a contract, right? Like, hey, hey, prospect or hey, hey, opportunity. This is exactly what we're going to be doing, like doing like a, a one minute, two minute overview on the contract, just so there's like trust and understanding throughout the whole process. And then once you get into the like customer success and onboarding what are what are the types of things that you should be saying in those videos to keep them engaged and happy with what you're going moving forward with? Right. It all depends on obviously the company's onboarding process and obviously the industry. For example, here at Vidyard, if someone does become a customer, they get like one hour to even like 90 days of handholding. So what we do is when someone is onboarded before like launch call, perhaps we'll actually send them like preloaded videos that like, hey, watch these two to three videos just to understand what to do in video's platform. So people are more prepared coming to the call. So 
customer service reps or even in tech support, like you don't mm-hmm. always have to record videos every single time you're sending to prospects. If you have frequently asked questions or, or frequently processes that need to be handled before someone becomes onboarded, you can make like one a video generic just outlining what needs to be shown. Even here at onboarding at Vidyard, like a new hire comes, we're going to send them like a couple of videos like, hey, this is what the culture of Vidyard is like. This is what our values are. This is what our platform actually can, the capabilities. So you can have preloaded content to educate prospects or even new customers before you even get into the customer training as well. But then of course, like, oh, sorry. And then of course, like when it comes to renewals, renewals of, you know, customer success can put like a face behind the voice, like, hey, prospects, you know, my name's Jake or customer, my name's Jake, I'm here to work for you. Any questions you have, I'm here to help. So like introductions are perfect and just really, again, humanizing and putting a face behind the brand and support. It's very important. Yeah. And should they keep their videos to like a certain length? I mean, does it matter like in each stage, like in prospecting, should they only be like 15 seconds, 30 seconds or something like that? Or Yep. So um, prospecting, I think, you know, 30 to 45 seconds is ideal. Under a minute, if you can. Just because if someone's not interested, you know, they're not going to sit there and watch like two to three minutes of you explaining how you can help. It's really just to open up the conversation and hopefully book further time to connect and really evaluate. But then when the opportunity is there and they're actually generally interested in how you can help them, you can send them two, three, four, five minute videos to get your point across, right? I, I just always recommend just make sure you're just adding value and you're getting straight to the point. I like your point that you brought up a minute ago about getting renewals and sending those videos because in a world where almost everything's done through subscription, at least when it comes to software and certain other services, you don't have that face-to-face interaction anymore for that customer experience. And that's so important. So I think that's a really good point for people to remember too. It's not just for getting new business. You can use video to retain business and keep people coming back. Yeah. And that that's a great time to kind of upsell too, right? Like if you have new features, maybe they're on the low plan and they don't know, aren't sure that there's new features out there, then on that video, you can share that with them and possibly upsell. Exactly. You can scale and video will really help you because you can visually show them like how you can specifically help them. So no, I totally agree. What types of equipment do people need to have? Because I think that's one thing that also holds people back. Like, oh, I got to go get a great camera. I got to get a expensive microphone. I've got to get all this lighting and this backdrop and all this stuff. So what does a salesperson really need to make video effective in their sales strategy? They just need a laptop and maybe like headphones so the audio sounds pretty good. Like obviously if you guys are presenting marketing content, really trying to, you know, make the brand look really well, then, you know, DSLR camera, make sure you're lighting, wireless microphone, etc. But if you're just trying to just use leverage video in your day-to-day communication, nothing, you just need Vidyard Chrome extension. You click record and send. So that's what I recommend. And then if you're going... Just got rid of that excuse for people now. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah, it's not like we're producing like YouTube content, right? Like all this crazy, you know, this is just like a quick video. Introduce yourself. And if people have questions, guide them with a video that you could create for them. Or if you do have an existing video that someone's made, leverage that. It's just a distribution tool, which is free to use and gives you insight to understand who's watching the content. I have... Two more questions for you that I want to ask. So if one thing that is a lot of companies encourage is social selling. So getting on LinkedIn and Twitter, wherever it is that your customers are, and they want you to be social selling. So when 
you're posting a video to your audience there. And, you know, you can't get super personal because you're talking to a broad audience and not to just one person. But as a salesperson, what kind of videos should sales reps be putting out on LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever that gets points across, but it's you can't make it, hey, Jacob, I'm talking to you because you're talking to a big audience. What what types of things should they be talking about? Should they be doing a, a hard sell or should they just be adding value around a specific industry topic? What's the best way for them to use video and leverage it that way? Yeah, so there's two answers I can do for this. For the reps that want to get more active in their network and kind of put themselves out there and create content and publish it, you don't need to do a thing. Go on your website. Go to your blog post and whatever your marketers are posting about and talking about, leverage that a medium and kind of reiterate it in your own words. I remember my best LinkedIn video was five tips that you should use for selling. <laughs> and I literally went on our blog post and took the five tips and just wrote it down in my own little words and, and, and presented that. So you leverage your company's marketing efforts because they're the ones who are actually creating the talk track around and the, and the criteria and information to educate the market. So might as well take advantage of what they're posting and reiterate it and push it to your network. So that's what I recommend for everyone who's trying to social sell in that sense of building awareness to your network. But you can get very specific when social selling. I remember the CEO, he was commenting on our CEO, Michael Litt's video he posted, right? It was him and a buddy in a car and they're like talking about like business practices, but they're in a vehicle, right? So the CEO from this other company, he comments, LOL, boys, you shouldn't be mm -hmm. driving and filming. Ha ha ha. Great video. And, I th and then what I did there is literally I clicked on that guy's profile. I, <laughs> the comment I saw, I clicked his profile and I recorded him a video. And I said, hey, CEO, because he was another CEO. I said, hey, CEO, I love your comment. Uh, and I quoted him like, I, I couldn't agree more. Like they shouldn't be doing that. But it was a good video. But I just wanted to quickly show you how our CEO is actually communicating internally to our employees by using a tool like this. Let me know if you have an interest. And it, I, I'm telling you, I sent him an email because I have like Zoom info. I found his email online. And then I, I sent him, you know, uh, his name was Tom. I was like, Tom, I made this video for you. And I'm not, I'm not lying. Like in four minutes of me sending that, he replied saying, I love it. You know, he CC'd his VP of sales in the email. And then I got ghosted. So like the, the VP of sales didn't want to, he didn't want to, he didn't want to continue. But just to show that, like in four minutes, I got a CEO of like a hundred plus person company to reply to me. Like it's just that's that's social selling. It's just leveraging what people are saying and, and spinning it in a way that can be creative and add value to their life. Like I was genuine when I made that video. I wasn't just like taking advantage of what he said. So you have to be authentic and genuine because people can smell that. But uh, if you get creative and just find ways to get their attention and leveraging their own words is a perfect way to do that, I think people can get successful. So for the salespeople to reiterate, if they want to get more creative on their social network, leverage what marketing's telling you, leverage what they're posting out in blogs and just spin that and create your own content and then get creative and understand what your network's doing. Because let's say I do uh, post a video, right? Uh, let's say it was that five things that people, five ways to sell video or sell with video. So I post that video, now I'm getting likes. People are liking my video, people are commenting my video. At the time, like I don't sell the product of Vidyard, right? So I don't care too much of closed revenue. Of course, I, I, we love to see new customers, but I'm not scored on that. But what happens is that I got around 50 to 100 likes on that video and account executives were going on my profile who, who work at Vidyard and picking out the people that were liking it and then leveraging that saying, hey, I, I saw that you liked my colleague's video. 
well, if you have any questions, let me know. I can help you out. And he's sending them, they're sending them prospecting videos to the people liking your content. So to really be creative in social selling, all the likes you're getting on your video content, that's inbound traffic right there too. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people get caught up in thinking they have to reinvent the wheel and come up with a, a new idea. But like you said, just go with what your company is producing. Take some of that content and repurpose it in a video. You don't have to reinvent everything. Exactly. Of course, the more creative people are, the more successful they'll be. But honestly, for people just to get a couple inbound traffic, people commenting, get the conversation starting, just like Drift saying, like conversational marketing is, is really taking off. And I, I personally believe that too. So just getting the ball rolling and getting people to talk out and interact with your content and then you following up in a creative, humanized way can really go a long way in a prospecting effort. And it's almost like a team sport. Like you were saying, marketing has a piece that you can borrow from and then the account executives working off the success you got. I think if more employees work together with video online, that'd be awesome too. Exactly. Like we just launched our partnership with Marketo and a couple of reps have actually just like, one guy was sitting beside a fire. We have like a fireplace network. His name is Al from Vidyard. He was sitting by the fire just saying like, hey, we just have like, just talking about our partnerships and posting it online. Because if you get like your, your whole team to talk around news in your organization, it's a two-way street. More brand awareness goes out, but then more interactivity for the sales reps on their networks to build pipeline and opportunity. Yeah, it it just makes a huge difference. So before we kind of wrap things up with our just for fun question, I do have one more for you, and that's just: Do you have any additional tips or best practices that you can share so that people know what they should be doing in their video in sales? Of course, yep. So as I stated in the beginning, subject line. First name, I made this video for you, killer subject line. If you're prospecting, 30 to 45 minute, uh, minutes, huh? 30 to 45 seconds, uh, <laughs> video creation, that'd, be a, that'd be a long video. So inbound leads, you can get away with that selfie style video, grab a whiteboard, you know, put the prospect's name on it, outbound, get creative, be way more personal. And then the other tips I have is when you are creating selfie style videos, right? Like put your laptop in front of a window, let, like, let the natural light kind of hit your face. Never, never put your camera in front, like never be in front of the sun, like make sure the sun's behind the laptop, just because it, it'll make your video quality look 100%. And then plug in some headphones, any wired headphones will do that have a microphone, the audio will sound great. I'm just wearing some cheapo headphones right now, hopefully my audio sounds good here. And like I said, just 30 to 45 seconds and always have a verbal call to action. Hey, at the end of this video, my calendar will pop up. Hey, at the end of this video, book a time with me, it'll be in my email. So you always want to tell them what to do after they're done engaging. Right, because you want them to, to take that next step. Exactly. So if someone's using their cell phone to make a, a video, is there a preference? Should they use the portrait or landscape? Oh, well, we do. I know which one I prefer. <laughs> it's landscape, of course. But yeah. <laughs> we have an app, Go Video Mobile, I believe it's called, or now it's called the Vidyard app in the Apple Store. So you can actually send a video on the fly and send it in an email. Oh, okay. But if you are recording content, yeah, like you always want it to be landscape, especially if you're going to use that for educational purposes, because mm -hmm. then it's full 1080, like it won't be awkward. The, the sizing won't be awkward. It'll actually be like full screen. So the app that you just mentioned, you can just, is it records the video. You can do like any editing or whatever within the app. Is that? Very, very limited. This one will just be click record send, more most like just like a Chrome extension, but it's just an easy way. If you're on the fly, like there's, there's field reps and you're outside of business, you just want to flip out your cell phone and be like, hey, you know, I'm just stopping by. I, I, you know, I just wanted to see if we can book a meeting. 
take care. Like you can record quick content on the fly. Okay, cool. Good to know. All right, Stacey, you want to go with the fun question? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure do. So before we wrap things up, here's our. Um, no, not before we wrap things up. Here's our just for fun question. If you weren't a video coach at Vidyard, what would you want to do if you could do any job in the world? Any job in the world. I'd most likely follow my photography as well as my calligraphy. That's one thing I'd oh. do. So maybe like a teacher. <laughs> I think I would teach photography and like I, I do a lot of calligraphy, graffiti on the side. So I think I, I'd like to teach that. Or like be hosted in like a gallery or something, you know, make big bucks. But yeah, I think if I wasn't a video coach, I'd put 100% of my efforts towards my passion. So. Do you use a special pen when you do your calligraphy? Yeah. Next Banksy. No, you can get a, Sometimes I just use like those Crayola markers. It's all it's all in the technique. Oh, yeah. Pencils, anything. But of course, like the brush pens and, 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 and chisel tip pens are the, the bomb. But oh, really? Uh, if you ever see me at my desk, like people will think I'm crazy because like I'm literally just doodling all day, like writing letters. Like mm-hmm. everyone's like, why are you, why are you writing down the alphabet? <laughs> like, practicing. Like, what do you get off of that? <laughs> so were you the one that everybody went to if they needed a poster written? Hey, get Jacob to write on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, even even the selfie style videos or the whiteboard videos. Jake, can you can you draw this logo for us? Can you can you write the guy's name really cool? Sure, sure. Just start charging people. Well, me too. It's I'm, it's still not that uh, that great. But I was at the HubSpot inbound or inbound nineteen. Like I was at that wall the whole time, like that little tiny wall. Oh, I think I I yeah. People are like get back to the booth. I'm like oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what I'd be doing fun that's cool i remember trying to do calligraphy when i was younger and it just looked like chicken scratch (laughs) so jacob thank you for joining us today and sharing your insights on the different ways that salespeople can incorporate video in their sales strategy if our listeners would like to reach out to you or connect online what's the best way for them to get in touch with you yeah linkedin jacob fernandez with an s at the end not a z and or just type jacob at vidyard i think i'm the only jacob here so all right we'll include that in the show notes all right people now you know what to do when it comes to incorporating video into your sales strategy so get to it if you want to get in touch with me or stacy you can hit us up on social on twitter you can find stacy at at stacy underscore jacks that's s-t-a-c-y underscore j-a-x and you can find me at elena underscore jacks that's a-l-a-n-n-a underscore j-a-x And if you're not a Twitter fan, you can look us up on LinkedIn. And you can also leave us a voicemail on the Anchor mobile app or on our show page. So have a great week, people. Thanks for having me. The B2B Mix Show is hosted by Stacey Jackson and Elena Jackson of, you guessed it, Jackson Marketing. If you need help with your B2B inbound marketing efforts, visit us at jacksonmarketingservices.com.